special greeting in a couple of days and welcome into the new year and all the blessings that God has given unto us. It is good to be into 2023. Got a lot going on, um, a lot going on in the world, but hey, what a blessing. Christmas Katana was just wonderful. New Year's service is wonderful. Um, and getting into that Sunday service has just been tremendous. Hey, I got a good one for y'all. Let me tell you how phenomenal today was. And um, I, if Brother Hill's listening, Brother Hill know what I'm talking about. Uh, to everybody around the world, I'm going to tell you God is good. We were, um, um, well, let me backtrack. I'm going to hit that story up for y'all in a second. But uh, let's let's just talk about, um, real quick, um, God's pleasure upon us. Heaven's Harvest Ministries, I love y'all like crazy. Um, and to um, everyone out there um, and who are part of the kingdom work, uh, we call y'all blessed. We call you blessed in that arena. We call you blessed in all that you do. I am um, excited about a new year. Don't worry, I'm gonna get back to today. Um, we'll we'll hit that up in a second. I'm excited about what's in front of us, the beauty of what's in front of us, um, and what's happening and what's about to happen. Um, coming up near the end of this month, we're gonna have. Um, the Heaven's Harvest Ministry on the 29th. We're having the 14th year annual Founders Day celebration. And I'm personally very, very excited about that. 14 years in the ministry started in a dining room, and God has blessed us um, from the dining room days to now. Um, starting with five people, three adults and two kids. I'm sorry, and a dog. <laughs> and here we are, blessed, phenomenally blessed. God is, he has enriched us, he has enlarged us, he has um, enlarged our territory. And um, it's, it's just beautiful. I look forward to everybody making their way there. If you can, you're going to make your way there. And we're just going to have a good time, a blessed time. And we got some wonderful things on the horizon um, coming up for the Proverbs Principles Conference. And that's um, February. That's coming up February the 12th. And I'm personally looking forward to that um, as well. Um, some great people are on board and we're looking forward to them um, just doing what they do. Just doing what they do and presenting their case of why the book of Proverbs is so valuable, why it's valuable to you and why the... Um, the necessity of hearing the voices of great men around the world who are willing to speak and to be in the midst um, it, uh, being there for us. There are so many things I could talk about right now. I just wanted to take a moment into this 2023 and um, I'm be honest with y'all. I wanted to take that time. I know he doesn't. I know the engineer doesn't have it. Uh, amen. Y'all better do what God tell you to do uh, that. Um, we are, getting traction from sunlighttelevision.com and other things happening in our lives, other moves of God. And y'all just got to sometimes just just do what you're supposed to do. And I'm going to tell you, I was on there just supporting my brother and supporting their company 
and God always moves in, in that arena. God just blesses us. I don't, he just blesses me and opens up some terrific doors, amen, for our behalf. Now, back to the story, amen. Maybe, uh, yeah, back to the story um, and all that God is doing right now. Well, so we're at the, the church office um, down in Buckhead, Georgia, in the middle of the Pinnacle Building. That's where our offices are. And we had talked to the members about coming down there to check the office out, right? Um, so today we had some things going on today, and uh, we needed to sign some checks and and some paperwork exchange. So Dr. Graham, Dr. Graham came through, and we were signing the checks and all of that. We go in the conference room to set up things because there's some things we're going to have just going to be blessed for pastors in 2023, financial things, financial financial classes. And it's up to them whether they come or not, and, and the people of God, we'll, we'll, you'll be able to go to the website and do some things. And, and um, <laughs> while we're in the conference room, while we're in the conference room trying to make sure everything in the conference room is working correctly and everything, Brother Davis, Brother Dwayne Davis for FedEx is in our front um, front lobby. Y'all, we were hollering like kids. We, I hollered, he hollered, I smiled, he smiled. We grabbed each other like we hadn't seen each other in 40 years. We old friends, for, <laughs> like we, we old friends went to college and went off to the war. And we had, <laughs> got lost in battle or whatever. And, and, and we greeted each other so strong it, that it was it was powerful. It, it was just crazy. And um, got a chance to see the office, the conference room. It was so, the moment was so crazy that um, it was me going, hey, you got to remember, you got to go back to work. And uh, him doing all he have to do. Just the moment of God allowing um, such blessings um, for him, and it was his new route, his brand new route that he just started for FedEx, and that's hot, hey amen, that God put him um, in that place to come by the office, and that's part of his route now, the building. I love it. I personally love it um, because that that's God putting him in position, amen, to be an asset and a blessing to us and just to see um, the beautiful office we have and the things we have there. I'm down in the Pinnacle Building in Buckhead. It's, it just has his hand upon some blessedness, and um, it was. I'm gonna tell y'all, it was exciting. I hollered, and everything else, and he hollered. It's just a great moment. Um, it filled my soul, and oh, the joy, Amen. And something happened, Amen. <laughs> he touched me, um, but okay. So I wanted to testify about that real quick. Now we don't want to get off track. We got some stuff we we want to talk about. There's so much going on across the globe. But what we're going to do is uh, we're going to give you this this um, y'all know New Year, and in this New Year we're going to start with Bright Harvest. And um, when we hit um, the commercial, when we come back from the commercial, we're just going to talk about um, natural sports and prayer and God. And those who know how to reach me, if you got a question in the middle of what I'm talking about, shoot it to me. Amen. And I'll do my best to answer if I can and if you haven't really gone off the road and off the track. All right. Um, Bright Harvest. And we'll be right back with Sports Prayer and God. As you reflect on the events, business adventures, or growing family that God has blessed you with, wouldn't you like to feel like you were in that moment again? 
Hi, I'm Morgan Nettles, owner of Bright Harvest Photography, a Christ-centered local photographer that focuses on weddings, family, and event photography. Allow me to capture these moments that rewind time and can be passed to the next generation. Please contact me at brightharvestphotography at gmail.com or on Facebook at Bright Harvest Photos to schedule your session today. I call you blessed. Hey, the thing I like about Bright Harvest, the thing I really love about Bright Harvest Photography, um, for most people who don't know, when they see that commercial, that's the stock of people that are members of the church. And it's beautiful, just beautiful, beautiful, be- beautiful. Um, great pictures and, and great photographer, just a great photographer. Amen. God touching her to go down the road. Amen. God, he'll call some things. Amen. She's just a phenomenal photographer. All right. Um, we're going to talk about sports, prayer, and God. I think everybody knows the the issue with the player from the Buffalo Bills. And I'm not going to go down certain roads. We're praying for him, praying for his family, um, and praying for the NFL, praying for the players' union, um, praying for all the talkers and all the television analysts and the sports guys and the critics and the Buffalo Bills organization, the Cincinnati Beagles organization, the hospital there in Cincinnati. Um, praying for that young man again, for his mother and his family members who are at the game, who were there, um, and um, the tragedy, the tragedy of it. Um, and it's not he's he's has died. It was just the moment he was brought back and resuscitated CPR. Um, it's one of those moments when you looked out in the stands area. And we found the item that we said we don't want anymore. And it became prevalent. It's called prayer. Um, it's amazing how prayer raised itself out of the ashes of canceled. Um, God out of the ashes of canceled and became relevant and became rele- relevant instantly. They had a picture up and, um, of a man um, saying pray for the Bills, and he had the name of the player up there. It's not in my place to call the player's name. but um, And the guy stood. His picture was all over Instagram, and I was watching the game when it happened, and they caught him, and they left the camera on him. And I said, it's amazing after all of the canceling and get rid of God, don't pray at games and don't bring God in the sports, don't bring God in the school, don't bring God in the activities. They they found out the cruciality of God was raised out of the situation and brought back to relevance. Because I have been saying he was not out. He was not canceled. He was never canceled. Um, it took a public situation. Um, it took a public situation for God to present Himself again, and for Him to become on the lips of many to say, "Pray for." It's amazing to watch the terms in sports. Let us pray for. I, I don't know if y'all notice. Um, all no matter what was said, we forgot the protocol, and they got on their knees. I don't know if y'all heard me. They forgot the protocol and they got on their knees because God had presented the situation where um, <laughs> he had to be reached out to. He had to be touched. He had, he had to be called upon. And others who were in faith 
had to rise to the occasion. The faith community rose to the occasion at the game. I'm going to try it again. The faith community at the game rose to the occasion. The faith that was in those men rose to the occasion. No matter how much cussing and fussing and tripping they do out there and acting up and showing out, they fell on their knees and they called upon him. And it's amazing how um, we look at the aspect of how it all should happen. But it's funny. Something happens and then what? Every knee shall bow. Every tongue shall confess. And it's amazing when you look at it at that particular moment that the faith community took control of the measure. And they might want to stay away from it. They might want to talk about the emotional hurt um, they might want to talk about the unsurety and the, the the psyche of the players, but it was a moment when God rose and everything had to stop. It wasn't just the player. God rose and everyone decided when he rose, we need to pause. We need to put everything on pause. We need to wait. This moment requires God. This Let's stop because the moment requires God. Let's stop because the moment requires prayer. Let's stop because the moment requires his majestic power. And we need him to move. We need him to move on the behalf of this young man. And that's not excluding. There's been so much debate today. Oh, boy, if you just listen to the sports guys, and for those that don't know, yeah, Pastor Pulliam, Officer Pulliam, whatever the terminology is for me on tonight or whatever the title is, uh, some of y'all know I watch sports. I listen to sports. I, I love some sports. I'm a sports guy. I'm a sports pastor. Um, my God, every analyst, every sports guy, every guy that ever played football, who thought about playing football, who was near the field sometime in their life, and who might have played Madden, everybody had a voice. Amen. And um, just to listen to all of the angles of the debate. And it's something to hear. I don't know if I don't know if we have an analyst anywhere in, in the moment, but it's amazing how many times in 24 hours the word prayer was used. And it's amazing. That's what we've been needing God to do. We've been needing him um, to rise, and he rose through the element of his people because um, God is God always. He changed not. He's still sitting on the throne. He's in control of all things. And 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 in this particular moment, in this particular moment, through the allowance of God, through the it was, I hope y'all hear me, 2023 at the beginning of the year, people had to bow to God. Did anybody hear me? They had to bow to God on day two. Because day one was Sunday. Day two was bowing. Day one was church. Day two was prayer. I hope somebody hear me. <laughs> I was saying this was the year of growth and prosperity. And us realizing, my God, prayer. That word kept, we're praying for the family. We're praying for the family. We're praying for the family. We're praying for... So the word prayer is not lost. The, the word... God is not lost. The word Jesus is not lost. And, and it's it's prevalent at a time right now where people are going, my goodness, what just happened in our eyes? 
What happened in our eyes? And I don't know if we paid attention. They got on their knees for prayer right around him. They surrounded him on their knees. And then they got together both teams got together and wrapped their arms around each other and prayed. And it was something about the video um, when they showed the audience, showed the, the people in the stands, and they collectively started doing the Lord's Prayer over and over again. And I said, my God, that prayer that supposedly was lost. And now think about it. Those voices were not crying in the prayer of the Lord's Prayer in this manner, pray ye, um, when the game started. So there were there were those believers that were at the game supporting sports. They were supporting the Bills, supporting the Bengals that were believers. Now, here it is. I don't know if they were drinking believers. I don't know if they were smoking believers. I don't know if they were cussing believers. <laughs> I don't know which believer they were. I wasn't there. I know I heard our father, which art in heaven in a collective mass group. And they started holding hands and praying together. I said, my God, got to get that thing out of his people one way or another. The time and the season, he's been trying to get us back to him. And it's to open this play. This was not a closed display. This was a open display um, to bring people back to a place about people. Um, we're in a time where killing is on an all-time high, um, death is on an all-time high, murder is on an all-time high. Um, there are those trying to kill in New York on New Year's Day, on New Year's Night, down in Mobile, Alabama. Um, death all across the land, and carjackings, and murder in the middle, in the middle of the country, and and there's storms coming, and tornadoes, and another snowstorm is making its way through, and people are trying to understand what are we doing. The Republicans can't figure it out. The Democrats can't figure it out. The independents love that nobody figures it out because they can't figure it out either. And so we have newscasters and we have death here and we have famous people dying and, and Barbara Walters and all of these things and life changing generations are ending. Um, a standard gone, a, a change of the guard and how we see life is shifting in the middle of all of that um, pool of activity. Um, in the middle of it, there has been a shift. Um, God still becomes first, and and He was turned to. Uh, I, I don't know if y'all hearing me. He was turned to. He was turned to, and His honor came back to the forefront. In sports, his honor came back to a forefront. They had to see it with their eyes that made them pause and go, we need to reconsider what we do. And they said, listen, pause. We can't go any farther at this moment because we can't move. The occasion has us on pause. Now, there are going to be other games because people, you know, it's how we are as America. If we don't stop for the pandemic, we ain't going to stop for a game. But but um, I want to put in your hearts that the element of God is coming forward. It cannot be stopped. It cannot be changed. It cannot be moved out of the way. He is still on the throne and he is still in control. And the fervent prayer of the righteous availeth much and men are to always pray and not faint. You got to have prayer warriors, got to have people in the midst. And God showed yesterday he has people at the game. He has people on the street street. He has people at the store. He has people at the booth. 
okay, y'all, he has people that are coaching. His people are coaching. His believers are coaching. They're 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 doing all kind of things. That I read the article um, um, of the guy on I don't know if it was Fox or or, or ESPN who did the impromptu prayer. And some people didn't like that he did an impromptu prayer. Um, but look what happened. Um, the believers went, that's enough. Let's do it anyway. If I pay the cost for the impromptu prayer, um, somebody has to pay the cost for the impromptu sins. And, and it becomes a powerful force that should have brought joy to our hearts to watch God come forward. And and I ask you, if you don't mind, pray for that young man. And, you know, pray for his family. Um, but don't just pray for him. Thank God that he was seen in the stadium, that his believers, we found out they're stored everywhere. Uh, the, the, the faith is not gone. God is yet alive. And the body of Christ is still prevalent. And the, the structure of the kingdom of God has not been lost. And um, I do know one thing, that when we think about the goodness of God and all of his promises toward us, we always are left with this one factor, is that when trouble arises, the standard comes up, the believer rises, the, um, the faith ram, it rises to the occasion. And we might not think there's something in people, but these occasions are, are is pulling something out of them where now they're making decisions to trust God. They're making decisions. Um, there's no better time for the faith community to take hold, not with our gimmicks, not to try to make money, um, not not to try to be carpetbaggers of hurt and pain, but for us to, did I say carpetbaggers of hurt and pain? Hey Amen. I done went to a civil war kind of thing in reconstruction period. But um, we cannot take the opportunity to try to become famous. We need to take the opportunity to be the healer, such as the doctors are trying to perform at the hospital. Even with that, they they had to take him to a place just to get him to breathe. Um, but God is still on the throne. Um, I want to also um, just want to um, stay in one vein, if you don't mind. And uh, thank thank you for those that have text and all of that. Um, let us not forget um, something very important. Let's, as we pray for him and we pray for um, his family, pray for yours as well. Because um, you might have family with high blood pressure and hypertension. And um, I, I, I think we should pray for everybody. I just get, I don't know, maybe I'm a little sensitive, just my little left hand turn. Um, I won't look toward the engineer, but I, I get a little sensitive sometimes because I, I start thinking of um, how we'll go in deep prayer for somebody we don't know and won't pray for the ones we do know. But I must stay off that horse, if you don't mind. I don't want to get down too deep into that. Engineer told me, go ahead, move forward. Um, I, but I'm going to be careful. I'm going to be careful. They don't know his face. They know mine. Amen. So I'm going to be careful. <laughs> um, it is something um, for deep prayer, deep Twitter, um, deep Facebook, um, deep, uh, deep Instagram. Um, we hit it all for a man we never knew before the incident. And um, if I, if we honest and we polled people right now, 80% of the people didn't know who this man was. It's amazing. Um, for all of these years he's been in the league and he's had a nonprofit or, or he had the, the fundraiser for nonprofit or what he was doing, 
um, he was struggling to get $2,000 raised. He met death and got millions. That says everything. So when he was alive, there was nothing he could get for him. Um, so we have to really consider some things um, about what we do locally and how um, deep we are locally into the things of our lives, our community, our neighborhood. And that's something, if he could raise $3 million in 24 hours, he could have raised it before he got hurt. He could have raised it while he was functional. He could have raised it. Um, now they'll have the activity without him. And um, his life was put on the ram. Um, um, I'm not going to give the name of, of, of who texts me, but um, you have a good point. I'll travel down just for a couple minutes for them. You, you have a good point. Um, they, they just asked in the text, um, 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 wh what do I see for the rest of football and how it is seen for old and new players? Uh, well, that's going to be a tough question. You write in that. How is it seen for everybody? Um, he, um, that, that's a tough one. That mean, um, Brother, um, you watch sports all day, so you are bringing me a question that was relevant through the sports that you watched and the analysts that you watched, so you're bringing me that question. Um, that's a tough question to answer, and I'm going to be honest with you, um, because when you look at a player being hurt and needed CPR on the field, um, <laughs> the moment was open. It was public. Others don't, they play the public game. They just didn't have the public moment, and that's how it works. Um, and I'll come down this road for you, brother in Christ. It's like anything. Um, there were basketball players who are phenomenal on the street court who literally cannot be stopped even by NBA players. They just haven't been seen. Um, the, the, the ones that were seen went to Oak Hill, made it to the NBA, and they can't beat nobody on the street. Um, it is what it is. Um, it's according to the moment, the timing, and what God has allowed for that particular moment. Um, do I think the other players are prevalent? Yeah, I think um, other people, um, their situations with CTE and, and um, continuous um, concussion protocol and heart murmurs and all of these things. And um they are they are serious, and these players are taking a risk every time they go out there. I'm, now, I'm not going to say, I, I hear me, I'm not going to say they're better than anybody else. I'm going to be careful, brother in Christ, because I cannot do an injustice to the police officer and because um, he doesn't make millions to seem as if the football player's life is more at risk. I'm, I'm not going to do that because uh, there's no Pop Warner police officers. Um, you don't get to go out and practice and play when you're eight years old and chase thieves and stuff um, just just for kicks. Um, <laughs> there's no traveling um, police um, sports team. So so um, I'm going to be careful on that. But I will say this to you. Um, the position that sports guys are in, they were not pushed. It was desire. And they're living a desire. They're, I, I get it. I get the terms, and I see the next text. I get, I get the terms, but I want to be clear. Once you titer yourself, warriors and all of that, 
um, people have to bring clarity to you um, because there's the military warriors and then there's the police department warriors, then there's the fire department who are really, really putting their lives on the line. Football ain't really putting your life on the line. Um, you taking a risk um, at the biggest desire, at the highest stage of what you desire, but you're not putting your life on the line for humanity. We're not going to do that. I'm not going to do that. Um, as much as we love these guys, and I do too. Y'all know I'm a fanatic. Um, I love some sports. Um, go TCU. I love some sports. Um, but at the end of the day, I cannot position these men in the same caliber of real warriors who have fought in Afghanistan and Iran and Iraq and, and Vietnam and and who still are only getting 30000 a year and have lost their limbs. And nobody's giving money to that. Nobody's, nobody's GoFunding all of the Agent Orange vets and who lost their limbs for the country. And World War II um, veterans who are at the end of that age of the baby boomers and who pretty much phasing out now. Um, and you see the difference, Brother in Christ. So nothing against you. And I hope I didn't um, go out of the way, but um, in that task, um, there are others who have suffered playing the game, but they know what they're getting into. They know what they're getting into. It's like NBA players, and you see later they can barely walk. Um, the NBA player can't jump. They can't move real well. They all walking slow at 45 and 50 um, because it was the desire of the heart of their lives to be that. And, and that's the price we pay physically. That's the price we pay in anything. There's a risk to the garbage truck guy. There's a risk to the electrician. Um, there's a risk to the guys who um, put power lines up across the country. There's a risk um, to anybody who works on an oil rig. There's a risk to anybody who, who works on any capacity. There is a risk. And they die daily. They just didn't do it on national TV. Um, so we, we, we thank God um, that um, there would be an insight um, even the more on sports. But I, I'm here, Pastor William, not to support the area of the analyst. I'm just here to say it's good to see God rise up in the midst of this struggle. And um, as we pray for this young man and his family and what just happened with him in the spur of the moment on national TV, um, that God rose. We ask God to be there for him. Prayer rose. We'll keep that going. Hey, I call y'all blessed tonight. And what we'll do is we probably run through it tomorrow as well, if you don't mind, because I got a lot of text messages here and I just covered one. So we look forward to God being with you. Amen. Now unto him that is able, keep you from falling and to present you faultless before his presence with exceeding joy. To the only wise God, our Savior, be glory, majesty, dominion, and power, both now and forever. And we all say, Amen. Hey, y'all. Remember, prayer jumped up. Y'all pray for him. Don't worry. God got it all under control. Good night. <laughs> hey, hey, it's so I love you too much to forsake you. I want to bless you and embrace you. You gotta come to me, cause I don't chase you But I suggest you choose me, but I won't make you That's how you get your breakthrough Cause I really needed it Felt your present out, that I'm finally obedient Thank you for your love